morning, Brownie. You're speaking with Ziggy here. We would firstly like to thank you so much for agreeing to do this interview with us. Actually, I'm Gus here, and I've actually Gus. met you before once. Me and yeah. Ziggy, we met you on Nova once. You were interviewing my dad, and you kindly signed our jumpers. So I idolise you, oh, and so nice. does Ziggy. I'll did start. You come into the studio. Ah, uh, yes, we yes, did. Yes, we did. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I'll start with the first couple of questions. So who was your inspiration growing up? Inspiration growing up? Well, my dad was my inspiration. Oh, yeah? Because he played, well, because he's my dad and uh, we were best mates and he used to kick the footy all the time. Dad played in the VFL for Fitzroy. Oh, yeah? Uh, back at the uh, Fitzroy line, so, and he used to take me everywhere. So he used to wear number two for Fitzroy back in the 70s and 80s. And mm-hmm. uh, I... I I suppose, uh, dreamt of following in his footsteps and playing football. Very understandable. What do you think the benefits are of playing a variety of sports at a young age? Well, I think it's important because you obviously find out what you're more suited to. Or, but I, I think it helps you develop athletically and um, you can. it helps you develop different skills. So, right. um, you know, your hand-eye coordination is very important. Uh, the way you move and, and just challenges your brain, I think, to play different sports yeah. to help you develop and, and ultimately you'll settle on one sport or two sports down the track. But I think to play a broad range of sports early days is a good thing. Yeah, definitely. And out of the sports that you probably played, what made you choose AFL? Well, I was a big cricket. I loved cricket as well, so I played a lot of football and cricket. Um, and... Probably Brisbane came when I was 16 years old. The Brisbane Lions asked me if I would be a father and son rule. So in the AFL, there's a father and son rule. Oh yeah. And they wanted they wanted me to come to Brisbane, and so I suppose then I loved my cricket. But at the age of 16, you're not really uh, any chance of um, you know yeah. you're still a long way off playing Test cricket for Australia. If you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I know what you mean. And so. I thought, well, it would be a good opportunity to go and play in the AFL or at least go and train with Brisbane and see if I liked it. Yeah, definitely. The rest is, and the rest is history. So before I knew it, I was playing football and you're not allowed to play cricket when you're playing football anymore. So yeah. I just, uh, unfortunately, I had to give cricket away. And what other talents did you have as a kid apart from sport? Uh, what other talents did I have? Oh, geez, that's, that's a tough one. Uh, I wasn't a very good basketballer. So, so we can discount our uh, sport. I was a pretty good runner. I could run. I used to be not not bad. Eight hundred meter runner. Oh yeah, just um, like Gus here. Is Gus here a good runner? Ah uh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, uh, that's all right. I was a good runner. Um, what other talents did I have? I used to train. I used to train greyhounds with my uncle. Oh yeah, that's so I reckon cool. I, 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 wow. So I led a few. I, I led a Waterville Cup winner and a Horsham Cup winner out. So. Whoa. Um, if you can call that a talent, yeah, training, a talent. Tra- training, <laughs> training, training, and probably best thing at school was I was pretty good at maths and graphics or architecture. Oh yeah, that was uh, Ooh, I nice. scored, I scored, I scored pretty highly in that in in, uh, in school. Oh yeah, uh, my question's up now. Now I'd like to hand it over to Seth. Uh, hey, Jono, it's no, Seth here. Now I'm going to ask you some questions that are a tiny bit personal. If you didn't get no drafted worries, to yeah. the AFL, what would be your preferred career? 
Oh, I preferred Korea. I, I think I would have probably worked uh, out of my family's farm, out of my uncle's farm. So who knows from there? That's probably what I, I, I love the country. So I probably would have, I probably would have done that. Yeah, I can see that coming from you. So, uh, so it seems a, it's a bit weird now. I'm working in radio in Melbourne. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you lived in the country. So what did you do for fun growing up? Uh, plenty of bike riding. Riding motorbikes. What else do you do? Down down the beach a lot, down in Waterville. Yeah. Um, I was kicking, kicking the footy. My, my uncle's had a carrot farm, so we, we used to uh, throw carrots at each Break the carrots off and try and hit my cousins with, uh, with carrots. Throw carrots at each other. Um, <laughs> all, all, all the usual sort of stuff, boys. Yeah. yeah. My friend Ryder over here and I, uh, we... Um, used to ride motorbikes as well, and Ryder still does. So, as you said, um, you grew up in the country, but you grew up in Warrnambool, and now spend a lot of time in the city. So, what do you prefer, city or country? Probably, I still prefer the country, but uh, but now, you know, sort of with work, it's, it's a lot of you be based in the city, mm-hmm. based in Melbourne. Melbourne's a great city, and it's AFL, you know, it's the home of the AFL, really. Yeah. Um, so I get to work in the commentary here, and so I don't, I don't have to travel as much. So I used to we used to live in the country up and out in the back of the Gold Coast, but I was always travelling. I was never at home, so it's good to be in Melbourne in that regard. And my family loves it here as well. So even if I wanted to live in the country, uh, I think my wife would divorce me because she's a city girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. And what was the best thing that ever happened in your life? Best thing I ever happened in my life was. So I've had three beautiful children. So obviously, you boys will, uh, oh, yeah. you wouldn't appreciate that quite yet. But, uh, obviously, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but uh, having three uh, healthy, happy children born yeah. uh, is the highlight of my life, personally. And, uh, yeah. and watching them grow up, so I spend, I get to spend lots of time with them, which is the benefit of doing breakfast radio. I get to school pick up every day, yeah. and um, and then professionally, you can't be playing in premierships. So yeah. getting to play in three premierships for the, for the Lions is pretty cool. Yeah, understandable because um, I asked my parents that and everyone else's parents and they pretty much came up with the same answer. Absolutely, yeah. You can't describe it. It's very, it's very <laughs> exciting. What are the positives and the negatives of being a professional footballer? We're very lucky. Football is very lucky to mm-hmm. play sports for a living and, and, and to receive the adulation from the crowds and the fans. So the biggest thing or the most exciting thing the thing you probably miss is when you run out in front of a big crowd just the adrenaline in charge of running out in front of a big crowd and then performing so that is that is an unbelievable experience when you run onto the MCG yeah, yeah. there's 95 100,000 people on grand final day is just the most unbelievable feeling yeah. um, so, so that is I would say that in terms of highlights and vivid memories from my football career, I would say that is a big one. And then one of the, one of the downsides is, well, the, down, the biggest downside is injuries because you can't do what you love yeah. doing that's playing with your teammates. Yeah, so, sure. um, so, yeah, the injuries are the biggest thing. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of us, because us four all play uh, different sports, yeah, we all understand where you're coming from because no one likes to get hurt. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. So you just, well, you can't be out there with your mates and yeah. And you can't, um, you can't, you can't do what you love, boys. So, yeah. 
That's pretty much that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna hand it over to Gus now. Yeah, hey Jono, it's Gus again. And I've got a few Gus. Yep, I've just got a few questions to ask you. Uh, it's more yeah, based sure. about the time with the Lions, more about your career. So, first one, can you take us back to the exact moment when you found out that you were drafted to the Brisbane Lions? What were you doing and how did you feel? Well, it was a little bit different for me, Gus, because I was father and son rule, so mine was agreed upon before the draft. Okay. Which is a little bit, which is a little bit unique, but, um, but it's, I was drafted nonetheless. Uh, but when the Brisbane Lions offered me a, a contract or first asked me to play, I was... I remember sitting in my dad's office, and it was just, it was like my dreams had come true, and yeah. uh, it, it was so exciting, so I you know, still remember it, that's why it's such a happy memory for me, in dad's office, uh, he's a school teacher, uh, and when he got the phone call and uh, they sent through the proposal, I'll never forget it. Yeah. What was your most memorable game with the Brisbane Lions? Well, the first the first premiership was the first time I've experienced real Euphoria, you want to call it that, on, on the sporting yeah. field. So, yeah, yeah 95,000. We beat us at the MCG too. That was one. I was only 19 years old. Oh, wow. I kicked a couple of goals, played wow. pretty well that day, and um, it was so exciting. So exciting. So, um, that, was, that, was, that was amazing. Oh, okay. It would be. As the captain of the Brisbane Lions, what qualities do you have that made you a good leader? I always try to lead by example. So, I set a really good example. Yeah. In the way I prepared and trained, and, yeah. I, and obviously didn't played, so it's very important that I believe ninety percent of leadership is setting the right example. So that was really important to me. Uh, and then the other one is being positive. Being positive, really leading leading the guys is positive um, reinforcement, and, and really getting around your teammates and. Because you know they want to be able to trust you, and, and and you want them to follow you. So they they need to know, teammates need to know that you've got their back. Yeah. During good times, bad times, in between times, they knew that I was there for them. So so I was always really positive and trying to pick the boys up during our time, our flat times. Okay. And what do you think your best physical aspect of your game was? Probably my marking. Yeah. Uh, my goal kicking was was pretty good, and certainly got stronger and stronger as my career went, but my marking was probably something that stayed, yeah. um, was probably my my uh, strongest part of my game. Yeah, I agree. And if you had a brownie philosophy, let's say, that you lived by, what would it be? The brownie philosophy? Uh, I heard a couple of great sayings, so fortune favours the brave, which I used to love as a kid. But as I got into um, football and you hear different quotes and different philosophies and those sort of things, Yep. It was a great saying, failure cannot cope with perseverance. Yep. And I, I often thought one. about that quote. When things are getting tough, whether it be in pre-season training or it's hot, you know, a hard, tra- hard training session or a hard game or a hard moment throughout the season, I often thought of that, that saying, failure cannot cope with perseverance. Yeah. If, if you just keep going and going and going, uh, you'll get rewarded yeah. if you're prepared to work hard and fight through it because... There's going to be a lot of hurdles in life, boys. A lot of hurdles. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just whether you're prepared to jump over those hurdles or not. Because a lot of people, you see those hurdles, and they don't even attempt to jump. Don't even attempt to jump them. Yeah. It's just too hard for them. So mm-hmm. okay. you need to understand that. You know, I got to where I got to because I was 
prepared to jump over those hurdles. I missed a lot of rep squats when I was a kid in junior football. Yeah. But you'll all be faced with hurdles and adversity throughout your life. Yeah. If you're prepared to smash through those barriers or jump over those hurdles, you'll be successful and you'll get there in the end. Because failure cannot cope with perseverance. And that was yep. the first time I heard that was Lee Matthews, my old coach Lee Matthews is a legend. Oh yeah. He used to he used to say that to us all the time. Okay. Thank you. Now I just want to hand it over to Ryder, he'll ask you some questions. All right, hi, it's no Ryder. Worries. Hi Brownie, it's Ryder here and I'm gonna yeah, ask mate. you some off-topic questions, so hope you enjoy. So you're rocking up to a petrol station and you're feeling a bit peckish. What is your go-to snack? I used to have a uh, soft spot for barbecue shakes. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, me too. My diet. I was pretty good with my diet, but um, I had to fill up with fuel the day before I go and I saw a bar- box of barbecue shakes there. And more often than not, I'd, uh, I'd be grabbing that box on the way out. Yeah, same as me. I'd be grabbing him. All right, so do you like being famous and why? I I just see myself as a normal bloke, but I understand people know me. And, yeah, it's a a funny question, isn't it? It it, it helps you. It helps helps give you a platform to to help people out and uh, um, and, and, and to do do different things throughout your life. Like, I'm I'm an ambassador for EB. EB research, which is very close to my heart. It's a yeah. horrible skin condition. So um, being well-known or working in the media provides me a platform to help raise money yeah. for, those, for charities like that. So, so yeah, so, so things like that, for example, that really that really helps, I suppose. Yeah. But honestly, honestly, boys, I don't see myself as, as anyone different. I still pick kids up from school and keep the footy with the kids and do all that sort of stuff. And yeah. You might, you might see me head on the billboard and hear me on the radio, <laughs> but I think you just got to try and keep things as normal as possible. Yeah. All right. So what is your favourite movie of all time? Favourite movie of all time? It's a good one. Well, I did Sylvester Stallone movies on the radio this morning, my top fives. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to think of it's one of those. But I actually, favourite movie of all time is... Probably a movie called Heat. Oh, yeah. 19, I, think, I think it was in 1995. You boys might be a bit young to watch it still. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you'll get to it. It was a classic Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so when you played for the Brisbane Lions... Uh, better ask you, you better ask your folks if you can watch that movie before you do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will. All right. Definitely. Um, so when you played for the Brisbane Lions, who was the team clown and who had the best nickname? Craig McRae was always the leader of the fun. He was the leader of fun, so he'd organise all the functions. And uh, he, you know, calling the team clown. He's a great man. He coaches Richmond's reserves now, um, so he used to organise everything for us. And yeah, Fly McRae, he was a he was a legend. And uh, best thing, no, yeah, yeah. yeah just Justin Lepich, he was he had, he had an alter ego. So when he had, when he had a couple of beers, he would become Frank the Tank. Uh, after the, after Will Ferrell's character in old school, yeah. and then Big Sauce Merritt, oh, his, yes, uh, yes. his red hair. Yes. Sauce. Who do you think is going to win the grand final this year? I think Richmond. Richmond. Richmond yeah. going to the grand final. I think Richmond will win. I was thinking yeah. that as well. That's what everyone's been saying. Do you miss the game at all since retiring? And do you wish Absolutely. you could play again? Uh, absolutely, especially this time of the year. You love. You love playing in the finals, so we love playing in the finals. So when you get 
in the finals time you wish you were still playing, but I'm happily retired for the rest of the year. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, yeah, it's always you never quite get rid of that competitive spirit. So we miss we miss playing for you, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, when I was younger, I had your number on my back, but obviously you're ah. you've retired now. So what number do you think I should get on my back now? So Brisbane, well, Cameron is going to be a good player. Yep. He's, he's number 16. So yeah, I know. He's got the same he's gonna, number. He's going to be a star. He's just a young player at the moment. So yeah, I love him. I, 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 I'd stick with it. <laughs> yeah. How do you think the Brisbane Lions are going now? And obviously they're out, but who do you rate as the best player? Brisbane Lions have had a great year. Uh, unexpected year. It was a shame they didn't win. They should have won last week in the GWS. Uh, yeah, the best player, probably Dane Zorka. Yeah. yeah Dane Zorka or... Um, They've got some good players, Dane Zulico, Harris Andrews, Lockie Neal. Yeah, Lockie Neal. I, I think player. probably because probably because Dane's the captain. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. He leads the pack. What sort of pathway did you go through to make it to the AFL? I played for the Geelong Falcons, so I played yeah. senior footy when I was fifteen for South Waterville. Yep. And that was back in the Hampton League. Yep. And then I played for the Geelong Falcons. Is that in TAC? Is that in TAC? Yeah, in the tag cup, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you think Luke Hodge has made a big difference to the team? And if so, how much? Absolutely. He's made a big impact. So with his leadership and he's been able to direct all the younger players, especially the, the yeah. defenders. Yeah. And they've been, uh, yeah, so he'll be he'll be really missed actually on the field next year. Yeah, I know. He's retired. Yeah, uh, so. And also he's had a big impact because now, Giving a good credibility to the football club, so they yeah. want to, um, you know, other players want to come and play for the Lions now. Yeah, he's still a good player as well. Yeah. Still getting lots of touches. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, country boy. Yeah. Who was the hardest defender to play on back in your time? Uh, ben Rutten was a very good defender. Simon Preston, G. Camo, Darren yeah. Glass, just to name three defenders, they were very good. Did it feel good when you beat them? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It felt good. It was always tough. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it always, it always mean a little bit more when you, you get the better of them. Yeah. Uh, my grandpa actually used to play for Fitzroy as well. So, um, yeah, I don't know if you know your dad, but, yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, now, good this is my you, last mate. question. And uh, what do you prefer, Nova 100 or on the couch? <laughs> Jeez, uh, I, I probably have to um, on the couch is fun but I get to I only get to do that once a week and during footy season so Nova's Nova's like my family because um, we're here every day so oh, I spend yeah. the most yeah. time with them and, so I absolutely love the radio mm-hmm. alright yeah. so it's Ryder back here uh, what advice would you give a young person of dreaming of being a professional AFL player never give up Never give up. As I said, failure cannot cope with perseverance. It's a good thing. And and then when it comes to when it comes to training, the two biggest skills are kicking and clean hands. So any opportunity you get to work on your kicking and your ball handling, I encourage you to do as much as you possibly can of that. So uh-huh. you need you need to be really good at those two skills. Okay, uh, we're going to have to leave it there, Brownie, but on behalf of us and all the students at Karen Primary School, everyone will surely enjoy this podcast and we thank you so much for your time and allowing us to interview this morning. Uh, it's we... been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Garth, Ziggy, Ryder and Seth, it's been an absolute 
pleasure to be on Radio Caram. Thanks for having Thanks, me. Brownie. Thanks, Brownie. Thanks, uh, Brownie. We think you are a legend, Brownie, and we'll be watching you on the couch and listening on over. Take, Take care. care. Thank Bye. you. Bye. No Bye. Good idea. You. All the best, lads. Thank you. Yeah, you too. Good morning, Caram. Today, your Grape 5 presenters are myself, Gus, along with Ziggy, Ryder, and Seth. And we have an excellent lineup for today's podcast. We have reached out to AFL legend Jonathan Brown, and he has agreed to have an over the phone interview with us so we can learn a bit more about him and his opinion of sport and AFL. Ryder, could you tell our audience a little something about the great Jonathan Brown before we begin? Of course, Seth. Jonathan Brown is a three-time premiership player for the Brisbane Lions and is many people's hero. Since retiring, Jonathan Brown has commentated the AFL and is on Nova 100 and a regular on the Fox 40 show On the Couch. 